Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Adoption Adventures. Hoping that the episode is finding you in a happy, wonderful place. Um, This week I am going to be talking about a topic that I've had some sort of different conversations about um, recently. Um, And it's a topic that I've not covered on here before. Um, So I thought I'd delve into, as the title suggests, name changes. Um... This is um, this is a question that comes up quite a lot, uh, particularly at the start of people's journeys, um, asking, you know, would I be able to sort of change change my child's name when they move in? Do I get to name this child if if I'm going down sort of early permanence or foster to adopt route? Um, you know, what what sort of um, what options are there in that um what if i don't like the child's name you know all all of these all of these things um now the reason i'm sort of bringing this up and talking about this as a topic is because i've heard a couple of stories lately um whereby advice wasn't actually sort of listened to or sort of considered um, and I just thought I'd just bring it up and, and share my sort of views and experiences with that. So here's the official party line. The official line is when it comes to a child moving in with you, the name that they are given is the name that they should keep. Um, even those children who are coming through the system as early permanents or foster to adopt, the sort of the, the the work is done the social workers are working very very hard to encourage birth families to give that child a name now the reason that they're doing this is there's several reasons but the main reason that they're doing that at that stage um is because for a lot of our children that's, that's sometimes the only thing that their birth parents have been able to give them um so it carries quite a lot of weight and quite a lot of significance for them. Now, there may be times, people have asked in the past, you know, are there times when you are allowed to change a child's name? You might find that there are certain um, birth families that have given their child easily identifiable names, um, names that would be able to be searched on social media or online or perhaps unique spellings of names. Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a, a thought process in, in that respect where social services, when they're going to court, they may recommend to the courts that, you know, either the spelling is changed or in some extreme circumstances, the name would be changed, but for safety reasons, for nothing else other than safety reasons. Now, my understanding is that the courts are really adverse to this happening and they will push back at all points if they can to ensure that this is something that's only happening if it absolutely positively has to we're not just changing the name just because we're not a fan of it um so that's kind of the the stance the open stance on on that now 
the reason that our children's names are important to them is because it is making up so so big sort of so such a big amount of their identity and helping them to work out that aspect of their identity and if we start taking away their names in many ways what we're actually doing is saying that we'd like to erase their past and when we're trying to promote a positive image and a positive message about first families if we're taking away their birth names in many ways we're kind of contradicting that message you know i love everything about you except for your name um and and as i'm saying this i'm sure that a lot of you are kind of listening and going well yeah this is this is obvious of course a name is is there and, and you know that's that's all fine i've had adopters who have said um and i not in these words i'm paraphrasing um oh we made a real connection with this particular child but that child's name just mm, i don't like it it reminds me of my school bully or i had an ex-partner by the same name things like that that are said in those circumstances the retort is if you have an issue with that child's name then that child is not the child for you um if you're uncomfortable with any aspect of that name then you're not in a position where you can accept that child for everything that they are so move to the next child don't try and make something fit just because you want it to fit i know of um an individual that gets very very nervous about using their child's name in certain public arenas through fear and anxiety that it's a recognizable name and that a member of the birth family may hear this and it could cause difficult sort of conversations and things now this particular individual's name i don't think is is that unique um and and that sort of distinctive but that's an anxiety that this individual is going through and they've just never had the sort of like the the detailed conversation with their social worker about that to say hey i've got some concerns and is there a way that you can help me to unpick this so as a result they're kind of living in that fearful place which i think is really sad um i i heard of a case recently um whereby some adopters gone through the process um found the child for them spoke to the social worker and was like you know i'm just not as convinced on the name is there anything that can be done there and the social worker was like nope absolutely not we do not advocate changing um names um some agencies lots of agents will talk about how you can um alter a middle name so you can either add or subtract middle names there if that's something that's important to you um but they'll try to avoid all of sort of that now in that situation uh, this individual said yeah i've got some concerns about name don't like it that much or you know just doesn't seem to fit um such so worker no we're not advocating changing it there is no there is no safety reason to change it the adoption order went through 
and then I think six months or so later, the social worker found out that this family had changed their child's name. They were now the legal guardian, legal parent of that child, so they had the right to do that. And they changed that child's name. Um, And I believe, if memory serves me, that child was of an age where they would know that that had happened. Now, I'm about to jump up onto a soapbox here, and I'm quite confident that you'll all be joining me on the same soapbox to say that actually that's quite cruel. I think, you know, if you've got the child saying to you, hey, you know, I'd like to change this part of my name and things like that, sure, listen to that, acknowledge it, um, explore it even. I would definitely explore it with the post-adoption teams to, to explore that. You know, children can sometimes be known as a nickname, little dude, um, and that's all good. In that instance, I would say that that is adopter-led, changing that that child's name. That is an adopter-led situation, and I think that that is an adopter-led situation where they are doing it to meet their own needs. Um, I don't know any circumstances, so I am putting two and two together, and I may be coming up with six. But I look at that, and I see a situation where an adopter wasn't comfortable with the name, said yes, went ahead with um, the the adoption because everything else seemed right, but didn't take into account the the struggles, the difficulties that they would have with that child's name. And they've gone ahead and said yes, when actually they had their own anxieties, they had their own issues. Now they're in a position where they're raising this this child with a brand new name and they have just made a huge huge change to that individual's identity i can't tell the future as much as i'd love to but in my eyes i look at that situation that concerns me it concerns me because as that child grows older they're going to start having bigger bigger questions about their identity their birth families, their history. And in many ways, if you've changed this child's name, I think you've identified and subconsciously you've told that child that you are rejecting part of them. And if you're rejecting part of them, how easy is it for them to then talk to you about what matters? How easy is it for them to address worries, fears, concerns? How easy is it for them to sort of speak to you and go, look, I'd like to learn more about my birth family? Because in many ways, you've you've said that you don't want to talk about that because you'd like to close that door off. As I say, I, I can't tell the future and I might be getting that all wrong but something tells me I'm not. Something tells me that that is, that is going to be a family where 
talking about life story is going to be really challenging. Talking about experiences is not going to be an easy one. And as a result, that individual, that child is going to really struggle with their identity. And what bothers me in those situations is these are usually, and I'm I'm doing so much judging, I'm so sorry, but these are usually the situations where the adopters are saying, you know, we don't get any help, we don't get any support, I'm really seeing changing behaviour and I can't see why. And you go, well, I, I, I can, I can see what the problem is here. Um, and I, I think you need to acknowledge that yourself. Um, I think it's, I think it's one of those situations where being open and honest is, is your key here. I've seen recently on um, on Twitter, there was um, under sort of the hashtag of adoptee Twitter, you see some adult adoptees who have got quite a lot of frustrations, not all of them, obviously, um, but I've, I've seen a lot of frustrations. And one particular individual I saw posted there and they said that they met up with their birth mum and identified that they had been they'd had their name changed and the birth mum had been talking about this individual for x amount of years and had been using the wrong name and then this this adoptee realized that they'd had their name changed and no one had ever told them and I can only imagine how difficult that must be and how challenging that must be for for a first family to kind of be sitting there going, right, okay, well, I'm talking about John. <laughs> and in so many ways, John doesn't exist anymore. Now, obviously, John does, but we've changed John's name to Steve. And you've just created this new person. I think that must be really, really challenging for everyone. I I don't see anyone winning in that situation. Um, so I think it's really, really crucial when, when thinking about adoption um, and when thinking about our children and their identities, I think it's really, really crucial that we think about that challenge for ourselves why is it important that we name this child and how are we going to get over it that we're not going to i think if families come into it saying do you know what we're going to do we are whatever the middle name is we are going to pick a name that will be added to be the middle name or even overwrite the middle name I think that's how adopters should approach this. If a social worker doesn't believe that the name should be changed, then we shouldn't even be considering it. Um, yeah, I just I just think that it's it's quite a concern, um, and perhaps, but perhaps it's one of those situations where it's really really difficult for um, for for social workers to to really address it and really come down on on those topics what happens when that individual turns 18 and they send the record to them you know 
and they send a letter saying, oh, hi, John, you can access all of your records now. And this individual comes back and goes, who on earth is John? I'm Steve. Just a lot of times when we could be really, really opening ourselves up. And, and it's the same as whatever, in any other topic that I've talked about, it, we're opening a can of worms. And as soon as we are found to be in any form of lie or sort of misgiving about the truth, our children will see it. And as soon as they do, they won't believe anything else that we say. And they will challenge you on all of those things. So maybe we need to be careful from the off. Maybe we need to be delicate and considerate about that sort of thing. I'm sure that there are some people that have had to change their child's name. I'm sure that there are some people who have had different circumstances that I've not talked about and considered because ultimately I, I don't know all of those cases. But I would love, I'd love this message to go through um, to as many people who are considering adoption as possible and just let the message be clear. There is no benefit to changing that name for your benefit. If a social worker thinks that that name is safe, then we shouldn't be looking to make any adjustments. Our children need those names because they're the identity, they're the gift that their, ch their families gave them. It's part of who they are. Accept them, accept them for all of them, not just all of the bits that tick the right boxes. Um, I appreciate that that's quite a preachy episode and hopefully it's, uh, it's not been too preachy and too horrid. Um, but I'm also hoping it's added some clarity as well, um, on what sort of like the legal stances, um, you know, I've even given you the loopholes in this episode. Um, but I'm hoping it's, it's just helped you to sort of see the, the full picture and, uh, and realize the importance of this. So I will leave that with you. Um, thank you as always for tuning in and listening. Let me know if you've got any questions on this or if you would like to sort of like challenge me um, or consider any of the things I've said. That'd be great. Um, until next week. I'm not sure when I'll be recording next week because it's another show week, so it's going to be crazy. Um, but yeah, thanks as always. Much love. <laughs>